0: Hey everyone, I wanted to thank you for listening to another episode of Speed Bumps. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If you're listening on Spotify, I would really appreciate if you clicked that five-star button, and if you're on Apple, you can click the five-star button and leave a written review if you're so inclined. If you're interested in coming on my show, you can reach out to me at speed.bumps.com podcast on Instagram. When you're driving, speed bumps force you to slow down. Some are big, some are small. Regardless of the size, they can really mess up your car if you go over them too fast. In this go, go, go world, society tends to have a negative view of speed bumps. But in my opinion, they don't have to be a bad thing. We all go through speed bumps in life, such as getting married, a spiritual awakening, having children, changing jobs, a trauma, and more. In this podcast, you will hear the various speed bumps that people have encountered and how those experiences have shaped them into the person they are now. Because every story has speed bumps, and that is what makes life interesting. Everyone, I wanted to welcome you to another episode of Speed Bumps. And today with me, I have author Denver Michaels. He sold his home and travels the world, or not the world, but the U.S. in his RV. And he's written books including Haunted Shenandoah Valley and Strange Tales from the Virginia Virginia's Mountains, along with many others. So I'm super excited to have him on. So thank you, Denver, for coming on and chatting with me today.
1: Well, thanks for having me on. I, I appreciate it.
0: And uh shout out to Shane from Inquiries of Our Reality for connecting us. Appreciate that. (laughs) So the first and only question, scripted question I ask is, can you tell me two things that you love about yourself, please?
1: Two things I love about myself.
0: (laughs) Or two of your favorite things.
1: Wow. Yeah, usually it's like what about you would you like to change if you could yeah that's not one i, I really i really get so two things i like about myself okay well i mean i'm a free thinker so um and especially this day and age i mean a lot of people a lot of people say they're free thinkers or you know part of the resistance or part of the persistence <laughs> or this or that you know but they really just um you know they're parroting um uh, you know the same things that their parents say or their professors say, you know like my kids, you know, go to college and now it's like, you know, verbatim, you know, what yep. comes out of the professor's mouth, things like that. And um you know, whether it's good or bad. I mean, even I mean, even when I was a little kid, I have always um and, and probably to a fault to be honest with you, like uh, you know, if, if an authority figure tells me something, Oh hell no! I don't believe that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't care what you know what degrees you got hanging on the wall. I don't care about the badge on your chest or the robe you're wearing. You know, I don't know. And I'm not saying I'm like um. Uh, what am I saying? I'm not like uh, yeah. I'm not like a rabble rouser, troublemaker type. I just really um you know, I just really question things. Um, you know, if if I hear it on the news, my default goes to its bullshit, you know, if I read it in a history book, I'm like, well, you know, is that really the truth or not? And I mean, I think, I think that these days, especially more and more so these days with, um, yeah, I mean, there, there, let's face it, there's just like an out and out push to, um, you know, try to shut dissenting voices down about, you yeah. uh, know, yeah, about all kinds of topics really. Yeah. And, um, so I, I think it's, it's now is more important than ever to, um, you know, for people to think for themselves. I mean, you don't have to go to the extreme that I do. Right. But, um, you know, I I think that, uh, everybody kind of would benefit from being a mo- little more, um, you know, critical of, of what they hear from, from, uh, you know uh, authority figures mainstream sources that sort of thing and uh, the other thing i kind of like about myself um well let's see here the, the, this is kind of tough because this is you know never really thought about things i like about myself but i think um i think i'm fairly courageous i mean you know i mean i, I didn't like Run into burning buildings and and save babies and kittens or anything, but I mean I think it's fairly courageous. Um, sort of the way I've um lived my life. Um, you know, especially here recently. I mean, uh, as soon as my kids got out of college, you know, got the got them kind of squared away out on their own. You know, the wife and I, we we just said screw it. We you know we sold our home. Um, and I mean, almost all our material possessions, I've got like two toolboxes and, 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 a you know, a couple of guns at my mom's and my wife's got like a, a tub full of <laughs> keepsakes. Yep. And other than that, if it wasn't nailed down, man, I just sold it. And, you know, we hit the road and, you know, started traveling full time. And I mean, I had a, I had a really good paying job, you know, and I, I walked in and, you know, told my boss I was quitting and he just couldn't believe it I mean like like nobody ever does that you know and so you know I mean I I I I guess what I'm saying I've kind of kind of took some risks and you know how that's all going to pan out I don't know but I I think I was kind of courageous enough to uh sort of follow some of my dreams here and um yeah you know I I kind of pat myself on the back for that a little bit
0: yeah absolutely and one of the reasons I love asking this question is because it's so easy for us to list things we love about our spouse or our kids yeah. or our siblings or our parents or whatever. Um, but when we have to do that introspection, we're like, Oh crap. Like <laughs> yeah, what? Do- I've never thought about it. And- I, I
1: I hadn't. That's the first time anybody's ever, I mean, like ever asked me that. And I mean, I, I went through periods you know, uh, like as a teen, like where I'm in therapy and stuff, nobody ever asked <laughs> me like, like, so, Hey guy, tell me something you like about your side. Like that's I did, never heard that question. So, uh, kudos.
0: Well, thank you. That's uh, I I don't know how I feel about the fact that you didn't even hear it in therapy, but
1: th- <laughs> that,
0: that's a whole other topic. <laughs> well,
1: I'm almost 50 years old. So I guess they kind of did a little bit different back then, you know, than, than they do these days.
0: I have to say, some of the things that they did back then were right compared to uh, what's going on today, just in my opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably so, so we'll call it even.
0: I have to know, did the world's going crazy influence your decision to leave your job?
1: Uh, no, actually, um, the, no. Um, now, it made me really you know, once once I decided that that I'm doing it, and um, then then I was committed, and the wife was too. So we we kind of were like, you know, once we pull the trigger on on selling the house, you know, there's no yep. Plan B, there's no going back. Uh, that's it, and yep. and um, so. You know, at the time we were getting ready to list the house, you know, you were getting all those uh, COVID videos at, in China where they were spraying yep. people with the foggers and, you know, like beating them over the head and all this. And I'm just yep. like, I'm just kind of thinking to myself, like, this could be a problem if it, you know, if it yeah. gets over here. And then, um, so me and my wife, you know, we, we had already gotten our RV and, it, you know, been been taking it out kind of on the weekends just to sort of familiarize herself with it and and so we were uh you know we were out on a camping trip um Mm -hmm. like over a long weekend and that was sort of like in in my state i mean probably uh, i was living in virginia at the time probably in Mm -hmm. other places it it kind of started happening earlier but uh, that's when uh That weekend was when it's like, oh, if you own a restaurant, nobody can eat in here anymore. And, you know, everything just just sort of went crazy. And I'm like, we were just thinking like, shoot, I I, I don't know what I was. I really I, I didn't know what to do. It's like, yeah, you know, if I if if I sell the house and then. You know, because you know there were all kinds of wild rumors about uh, back yeah. then too. Like, like you you wouldn't even going to be able to cross state lines. I mean, yep. uh, like, like my daughter, um, yeah, you know, my oldest daughter, uh her husband worked a night shift at the time, and I mean, and this is in Virginia. They weren't even as crazy as they were in some places, and um, like a state state cop pulled her over, like, like what are you doing out driving around? And you know, it's kind of like, well fuck you i don't have to answer that but anyway yeah she's like my uh you know i'm picking my husband up from work and he works night shift you know just crazy stuff was happening so so i just didn't know you know if if we were even going to be able to travel or anything but you know i'm like but then the other part of me is like well if i don't sell my house now what really concerned me was like the economy totally crashing, you know, because they were putting people out of work and all this. So I'm like, if I don't sell it now, I might not ever be able to sell it, you know. Yeah. Of course, there, you know, there ended up being a housing shortage, this and that. I, if I would have held on to it, I could actually made more money off of it, but, but whatever. Uh, point being, I, I just didn't really know what to do, but I just went ahead and kind of, kind of just stuck with my gut, you know. He, even though the world was kind of going nuts, I um I just was like, well, you know, I, I I didn't come this far to to chicken out now, you know, and just you know push through.
0: I think that's awesome. I think the fact that you're going to make this life changing decision, and frankly, the world was going batshit bananas, <laughs> and you're like no i'm still gonna do this screw everyone else (laughs) like i i love that i absolutely love that
1: well you know it ended up being um it was kind of a double-edged sword right because i mean we were still able to travel um you know no you know there were a lot of states that were like uh like new mexico for instance they're like if you come to new mexico you um you know, you have to quarantine for two weeks. But there's no way they could enforce that. And kind of like once I figured out, it's like nobody can enforce this stuff. Like, you know, oh, okay, pull me over. I'll just tell you I was, you know, boondocking out in the desert or something. I mean, how how's anybody, you know, there's yeah. there, it, it ain't like we're in, in foreign countries, you know, crossing state lines where they're punching, you know, scanning your passport or this or that. So once I kind of figured out... And I don't want anybody out there to think that you know I was, you know, like putting people at risk. I mean, I hardly ever even saw anyone. You you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm in a I, I'm in my my car or my RV here. I I hardly even have contact with anybody. But um, yeah. So we were able to travel. Um the the kind of the double-edged sword part of it was like a lot of things were sort of closed down like, uh, the New Mexico state parks, they just closed them down or at least to, um, um, out of state residents and, and like for over a year, um, a lot of your, um, of well, your Indian reservations, most of them closed uh, closed down and and closed down hard. some of them actually had like a, like in the Navajo nation, they had curfews and stuff, so we wasn't able to um you know really do anything on on some of the native land that we wanted to do, but on the other hand, a lot of places we went i mean there was like, it's like, hey, there's nobody here. This is awesome, you know. There, the the crowds were were diminished in a lot of places, so um, you know, there there were a, a little bit of good and bad with it back then, but um, you know, it all worked out.
0: Yeah, yeah. What did you want to do on the reservations in the Navajo lands? Like, what were you trying to do? Well, there were two. Set-
1: yeah, well, there was a, uh, like in Monument Valley, there's a, uh, there's some pretty cool hikes in there. There's one, um, there's one really cool slot canyon. Um, what is it called? My uncle hiked it years ago. I think it's like Antelope, um, you know, Antelope Pass or something like that. But, anyways, you know, like, uh, like some really cool, um, uh, like real wavy, uh, okay. you know, like really cool rock layers, you know, where you're, You know, hiking like through this real narrow slot canyon. That's one of them. And, you know, all of the, all of the land on the Navajo Nation is just really, you know, really picturesque and scenic. So there's a lot of, um, you know, just like a lot of, uh, you know, good hikes and things to do in there that, that we weren't, you know, that we weren't able to do. But, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll get back there someday.
0: Yeah. My aunt and uncle. They traveled for a while, a few years in an RV, and uh, they were in the RV when the world went crazy. And I remember, I think they were in California. And they could, because they had Florida plates, they technically couldn't leave their RV park with the RV, let alone the truck. And so, like, at one point, because they had, like, shut down the border, I guess, around California where they were at into the other states. Oh, really? Wow. And so they ended up, I guess they ended up staying there for, like, two months or three months or something. And then when they went to go leave, they had to do it almost, like, in the middle of the night secret mission kind of deal. Like, to, to try and get out of California at that point because... It was getting really weird and yeah so
1: yeah yeah we didn't run into anything like that i mean the worst we ran into was yeah i I think was new mexico was i mean new mexico was, was pretty crazy but uh so what we did we're like you know we'll just stay in new mexico for a week and you know get over to arizona where they got a little bit more sense and you know just kind of hang out over there and and then you know we ended up coming back to new mexico this year and every, you know everything's kind of back to normal and everything yeah. but yeah i hadn't heard a i hadn't really heard about that i did um i did hear about some people um you know that you know that that did have some troubles uh here and there um you know a lot of your your canadians that were over here like uh were having uh like 'Cause I can remember we were the the weekend I told you it was going crazy in Virginia. I think that's when they were closing the Canadian borders. That so like there was just this mad rush up I eighty one of all these Canadians (laughs) trying to get home from Florida. It's like they wouldn't be able to go home, I guess. I I was like, I would just stay in Florida if I was (laughs) them.
0: Yeah, they uh if I remember correctly, they were they shut down the Canadian border and they did it within like 72 hours or something it was a super super short time frame
1: it was crazy i mean like you should have seen it on i-81 i'm and i'm not even i'm not joking here like on on that weekend or on that saturday like i'm not kidding if it not counting commercial trucks like every fifth or sixth vehicle was an RV and they had either Quebec or Ontario tags. And I'm not even trying to be funny about that. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. just wild what was going on that weekend.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, so I'm originally from Michigan, but I live in Connecticut now
1: okay. and
0: there's the ambassador bridge in Detroit. And there's also the blue water bridge I think is in Port Huron. And both of those were jam-packed with people trying to get back.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I would have just stayed in Florida, you know, if it was me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially what's been going on there now. Yeah, I (laughs) would have (laughs) stayed. But how did you get into the quote-unquote alternative history cryptids with all these books did you have an experience or was this just something that you were interested in because like you said earlier you know someone would tell you something and you would basically just call bullshit until you could prove it yourself
1: it's that um yeah for whatever reason i've just always um just kind of been wired uh wired that way um a lot of people think it's kind of weird that you know I didn't have a UFO sighting as a kid or or see a Bigfoot or something cuz you know a lot of your people that uh, write about this stuff or or get into it like that you know had that encounter when they were you know when they were young or or like a, a, as a young adult or something and I I didn't have any of that I I just um for whatever reason I I, I just always been drawn to to this of stuff and it's it's always interesting you know fascinated me and, and not only that i mean uh, you know like I, I i guess early on i kind of i guess there's kind of this hope that i could kind of you know maybe uh maybe learn a little bit or kind of like solve some of these mysteries or something. But these days, I mean, I just kind of enjoy sort of the mystery and the wonder of it all. You know, it's like, I really don't, um, really don't care if anybody ever finds Bigfoot. I really, really don't care if we ever learn whatever the truth is about UFOs or this or that. I just kind of enjoy the, you know, the mystery and wonder of it all.
0: Can you remember as a kid, like, what was the first mystery or legend or whatever that really got you interested in all this? Well,
1: I guess, and and this, this goes way back. Um, this goes back, gosh, I'm really dating myself here, but I, I think it was 1979. So I would have been, you know, five-year-old little boy. Mm-hmm. I'm watching an episode of Super Friends, and you know, for all the all you youngsters out there, Super Friends is basically the, um, the 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 DC um comic characters, right? The, okay. Um, so you got you know Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Robin, and, and a couple others. Um, Superman. And you know they're they're at the Hall of Justice, and you know on the cartoon every week they go around solving crimes. Da 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 da. So I'm watching an episode, and I know this sounds kind of stupid to, for a cartoon to have an impact like this, but I mean it just like really rocked my world. Yeah. So there's an an episode where it kind of it's called the Universe of Evil. You can you can actually find it on YouTube. Uh, but anyway, super, it's kind of like starts out where Superman's trying to stop this uh, eruption at um, Mount Vesuvius is about to erupt. And, you know, he's like wrapped around the volcano, like trying to keep it from erupting. And then it like flashes into a parallel universe, right? And there's a bad Superman and he's got like a black costume on and you know, kind of like these maroon letters and all this. And he's, he's got like this kind of weird looking face paint or something. Yep. And he's on the other side of the universe, like trying to make Mount Vesuvius erupt. So they're kind of fighting back and forth and something happens and like they kind of get flipped into each other's universe, right? So then you got, you know, you got, uh, um you got bad superman now he's in the good universe and you know he's he's trying to you know push and trying to make mount vesuvius erupt and i remember one of the characters like superman you're gonna make the the volcano erupt he's like i know that's what i'm trying to do you know and and, you know i'm like you know five years old and i'm like just freaked out and so the good superman he's over in the the bad world and instead of the hall of justice They've got, what is it? It's I want to, It's like the Hall of Evil, right? So there's okay. an evil Wonder Woman, and she, like, scared the shit out of me. She's got this really, <laughs> like, nasty laugh. There's an Aquaman, like, with an eye patch on. Um, Robin's got, like, this mustache. It's just really, like, freaky and weird, and especially to a kid. And yeah. I don't know, man. It was just something about that episode, and I just was, like... You know, and I, I, I wasn't really old enough to under you really grasp this stuff, but I just always kind of, from that point, like, always wondered if there was, like, a, like, another version of me, like, somewhere else, like, you know, like, going out, pushing kids down, or, you know, like, this bad, <laughs> like, you know, if there's, like, this really nasty version of me, like, out there, you know, you know doing bad stuff and and you know as i got older you know i'm just kind of like you know that really wasn't as stupid as i thought right because you you got people now talking about like multiverse and and like there could be um like infinite versions of us and i mean these are like real scientists and stuff that that talking about this stuff now and so i guess that was the thing that that i remember from the earliest that that kind of wrote me just sort of on that on that path of of um you know uh, thinking about weird stuff and the other thing was um uh don't remember like one of my friends uh, i guess told me who's was like you know columbus didn't discover america and then i just went and just like did all this research and um uh you know like when i was a kid obviously we didn't have the internet and wikipedia but my mom uh had bought like this uh enormous set of encyclopedias like from one of those traveling sales you know you used to have people go door to door and sell you encyclopedias back then yep and uh, and so I and, and that's what I would do in the summer. I would I would literally just like sit and read encyclopedias or think of a topic that interests me. And I would just I just like gathered all this information and you know, I'm like like I was like, Holy shit, the, like Leif Erickson was over here in North America. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like, you know, four or five hundred years before Columbus, and you know, so you know, I would I would kind of like you know, kind of like drop that stuff on my parents. You know, I remember we were eating dinner <laughs> one time, and I just told my dad, and I'm probably only like seven, eight years old, and I'm just like, "Dad, you know, Columbus didn't discover America." He'd be like, "Oh yeah, right. Who do you think did?" But you know, whatever. It's it's. I was just always kind. It that's just I, how I was always wired, I guess. You know.
0: No, I love that's. I love all of that for so many reasons because I'm also the book nerd that I just, I want to know things and learn about them. And yes, the internet makes it easier in some ways to research some of these topics, but at the same time, it makes it a lot harder because they can go in at the push of a button and edit an article. Yeah. And so what you read yesterday might not be the article that you see today.
1: Uh, yeah and and i mean like w- we've been seeing that in real time oh, i mean yeah. and 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 it, and it like ratcheted up i mean a m- big time since 2020 you know i mean it, it and and some stuff just like removed all together yeah but, um you know on the other hand you know on the internet you can find a lot of your um you know like uh like a lot of your old smithsonian or old government documents things like that you can you can find a lot of pdfs of that stuff and you know so um in, in that way it's good because i mean it it used to be really tough and 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 younger people these days can't really understand but you know like like when i was um you know just say uh 22 23 years old i um uh, you know i had to i I had to um, I had to look something up, you know. I, I just I just didn't know where to go. So you know, you got to go to the library. You got to tell the librarian and just you know just hope the goodness that you know she kind of knows or or I can remember I'm I'm like in there one day and you know I kind of wrote down you know like like you know the the topic and not not even knowing what books or or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. sources to point to. And I mean, you could literally spend like a day at the library you know something that you can just like get on your phone in two seconds now so i mean you know it's it's sort of a double-edged sword i guess like like everything else but uh, yeah they're um yeah that's the problem though now is uh you got people that can just kind of control the flow of information and um that's that's definitely not good
0: yeah it's It makes it hard and they, you know, they can change the top results that you see. And so maybe the stuff that you're looking for is on page 17 at the bottom, but how do you ever get there? Because most people don't go, don't go past, I don't know, page three, if you're lucky, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, they, yeah, a lot of times they don't have to really change anything, but yeah, they, they, uh you know, just tweak those algorithms and yeah, you can't find it. And that's, that, that's almost as bad as getting rid of it if you can't find it.
0: Exactly. What has, I guess, in all of your journeying that you've done so far, has there been a place that has inspired you to look into a topic that you didn't either know about, or you didn't think you were interested in until you saw it in person?
1: Oh man. Um, that's I mean That's kind of a tough one, cause um, I you know I just have such a wide um, I just have such a wide range of interests um, I I I I, I can just say that 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 through traveling I've learned a lot of things um, like I'll I'll travel and I'll you know run into a place or 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 see a historical marker on the side of the road Mm -hmm. be like holy crap i never knew that happened you know so then i'll spend the next two days reading everything i can about it like uh and and i and one thing that really comes to mind that that, um really jumped out at me because um you know i i kind of consider myself pretty good like at american history and you know a little bit of a history nerd I mean i'm mm-hmm. you know i'm not not trying to say like I'm a genius at it, but i you know if you have a room full of ten people, I probably know as much as you know seven of them mm-hmm. but I can remember um you know when I was traveling um out in West texas i you know uh saw this uh, historical marker uh and and then you know like like some other uh markings and stuff uh you know for the uh San Elia El- San Elizario Salt War and I'm like San Elizario Salt War what the heck is that and you know so I you know I spent the next two days reading I I da- uh, downloaded a book that, that that this guy had written yeah like out in uh out in west texas there was like an actual an actual war I don't know if you'd call it a war but uh, you know like a kind of like a rebellion um because after the Mexican-American War you know the Mexicans were still coming across into Texas and you know there's these, there's just these fields uh, just full of salt and they would you know load their wagons up with salt go back across the border and um you know there were some Americans that like oh no we're not doing this anymore we're we're claiming this land and it's ours and anyway there's like this you know like like a like an out out now out war and the the Texas Rangers got involved and it was like the um the only battle that the Texas Rangers ever surrendered like in the history of the Texas Rangers I'm just reading this stuff I'm like, oh, like holy crap how how did I never hear about this and it's just you know there's just so much things that um you know i guess maybe if you grew up in texas you, you probably heard about it but um growing up in virginia it's like i had no idea this went on this seems like it should uh at least crack the pages of the uh you know the the history books uh when i was in high school and stuff but it didn't
0: yeah i've i've never heard of that uh that's do you ever go when you're in these places to like the local town halls or the libraries and look at some of the primary source documents when you're there?
1: I I've done it, uh, a, a, you know, a couple times, but, um, you know, it just depends on like how much time I have, you know, like how much, uh, how much stuff I, I want to see. Cause, um, normally, um, Normally, like I'm not really writing about a place till like a like a year or two later. I mean, it would probably be better if I like planned it in advance because like I could I could kind of go do that and track stuff down better. But uh, yeah, I've done that a couple times, but yeah, not very often. And a, a lot of this time I was doing that is like when I was actually you know back home. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, but, you, you know not not so much out on the road.
0: Yeah, I'd never, i never heard of the Salt Wars. Granted, I've only been to Texas once, so. Yeah, and I that did. was t- to uh, see an ex-boyfriend graduate uh, Air Force boot camp, so, like.
1: Okay, so you're down in San Antonio then.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah. I spent, like, maybe half of the day at the Riverwalk, and that was, like, yeah. all I saw of Texas, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, my daughter, she, she was, uh, she graduated from, um uh, uh, air force academy about four i guess it was a little over four years ago so yeah out on the river walk yeah it, it's all out of towners and uh you know sometimes they got their uh, they got their kid with them because uh, i remember they let uh they let her come with us like one day and we could kind of have her for a few hours and we went out to the river walk and you know paid paid the guys to do the little mariachi thing and
0: yeah yeah yep. all,
1: all that all the tourist stuff.
0: is she still in or did she get out
1: yeah yeah she's still in right now i think she's got another couple years left i think she signed up for six years i believe
0: Okay. How many, is that the same daughter? Like you've mentioned daughter a couple times. Did you have more than one daughter or?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got a, uh, yeah, I got a stepdaughter and two daughters. Okay. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. It, what? Like early twenties to like mid thirties, I'm guessing okay, is the range. Yeah.
1: So, so my oldest daughter is 30 um, and my, my youngest daughter is 22 my stepdaughter i always just call her my daughter though yeah she's she's 23 so and and i got a son that's uh 23 okay yeah it's kind of kind of a convoluted uh (laughs) blended family deal
0: my husband is adopted his mom had like 100 foster raised 100 foster kids she has three biological i think she adopted I always get this wrong. I should know this, like six. So I, I, I get convoluted. And I also have a stepdaughter who I just call my daughter. So yeah. we're we're good. I get convoluted <laughs> and complicated.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all my kids, they're, they're, you know, it, my youngest kids, they're all in their early, early 20s. So, you know, my, my oldest is 30.
0: What do they think about the books that you write?
1: you know uh my uh you know my my stepdaughter uh yeah nicole she um she really enjoys them she um you know she reads them she's like real proud of me and all that Uh, i I don't think the rest of them really 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 give a shit one way or the other you know you know whatever it's 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 not for everybody you know i get it i don't try to try to go around and like did you read my book you know i, I try yeah. not to try not to do that to friends and family i just uh kind of kind of do my deal and you know because it, it's not for everybody you know
0: well and i feel like no topic is really for everyone and yeah. if you try and push it it tends to not go over well but those who are interested will find it it's kind of like yeah, religion that's, that's kinda
1: yeah that's that's kind of how how i figure you know like like you, you know if you got an interest in it, it you know you'll you know they'll, they'll read it and like it and and if not then yeah that's kind of like it like you know, let's just say my youngest daughter like i said she couldn't give a shit about any of my books but you know at the same time if she were writing um Romance or erotica or whatever—I'm not really going to be reading that either. I'm just going to be—I'm going to wish her all the all the luck in the world, but I wouldn't really be able to, you know, you know, like be. Um,
0: it's not what you're interested. You in. know,
1: yeah, yeah, and I'm probably not going to be tweeting out links, do all her stuff all the time, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, it's just—I get it. I don't. Uh, I, yeah, I just kind of do my thing and yeah, try not to kind of push it on anybody
0: i uh i was looking at the newest book that's supposed to come out in march of 2023 right
1: yeah 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 uh that's uh strange tales from virginia's foothills to the coast yeah
0: it says the richmond vampire the witch of pungo right
1: yeah and
0: the, and the dismal swamp moss s- s- dismal swamp must monster and i cannot speak tonight monster and more <laughs> i apologize
1: oh that's all right
0: where's pungo
1: okay so that is uh virginia beach okay um, so virginia beach now um like if you look at it on a map it's Virginia's kind of weird There's are they're cities they're like all like independent cities right they're, they're they they're like not part of the county that surrounds somewhere this or that. So if you look at Virginia Beach, it's like it would be like one of the biggest counties in Virginia. It's just like a huge area. And anyway, Pungo used to um you know, it's just down and down in um uh, you know, along the Lynn Haven River, uh, along the coast there in uh, in Virginia Beach and um you know, like part of that area. I I think they you know, back in colonial times was What, like, Princess Anne County or something like that? But, you know, now it's all just Virginia Beach.
0: So, I know you had to do more, like, cryptids and that type of alternative history, but there are some people who are basically like, unless it's your great-grandparents, you don't know anything that happened before that so all of the lore or the quote-unquote colonial times or things like that you know we can't actually trust any of it where do you stand on that i
1: do to, to a pretty big degree you know i um yeah i mean I, i'm there to a to a large degree but some people i think go a little overboard with that it, it's um you know something that's kind of popular now is like this uh, so-called mud flood idea, like mm-hmm. this, um, and 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 you know I could be down with that, but you know these, these guys are, are saying like it happened like in the seventeen hundreds or eighteen hundreds, and I, you know I I I just like yeah i can't really trust anything i guess you're saying beyond my my great grandma or or my grandmother mm-hmm. but she would she would like read letters to me like that her great uncle and stuff said. that's and cool you, you know things things like that and you know she had like diaries and stuff like that so you know on the other hand some things like um you know from the older days people people kept family records and you know family bibles and you know in the family bibles you know not only did you have the family trees but you know people would uh, you know put important documents uh things yep. like that in there so i i don't know that I, I would so much not trust anything beyond you know earlier than 1900 or, or whatever but yeah, I mean, you you certainly can't trust history because I mean, look at the news right now. Yeah, look at look at the news. Look at all our access. Uh, look at all the information at our fingertips, and you cannot trust anything on the news. You you can't trust um yeah you, you know you you just you can't trust that. Um, and, and, I mean, and, and they even get called, like, politicians even, like, get called out on a lot of this stuff. And, and it gets found out. And, like, they just keep getting reelected and stuff anyway. So, like, you can literally not trust anything now. So, I mean, I honestly don't know how you could trust anything from, you know, 200 years ago or 2,000 years ago. I mean, my goodness. um, Yeah.
0: That's uh, fair.
1: You know? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah i mean it, you know the two the victor uh the victors uh are the ones that write history so you yeah, know who knows
0: yeah and you know and i definitely agree with all of that i just never had anyone or heard anyone word it like you can't trust him today so why in the world did you trust him in the past i had never heard it quite worded that way and i really like that because i feel like that would maybe resonate with people who Are maybe on the fence on some of this stuff. And then you say that and they're like, well, no, I don't believe media today. So the answer. So, so why do you believe basically media back then? Right. Yeah. The the Um, newspapers, the history books, things like that. If you don't believe them now, why were they so much better 300 years ago?
1: Yeah. I mean, and and I think, I, I, I think that most people would agree that, you know, that our news, um, school books that sort of thing is manipulated it's just is it is it manipulated for my um my team's side or your team's side that's the only that's the only thing people are fighting over now right it it, is you know it is 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 it woke or is it maga that it's benefiting (laughs) right that's only you know nobody's being like like this shit shouldn't be manipulated you you know what i'm saying there's like um so everybody can agree that things are being manipulated they're they're just fighting over you know over who's controlling you know the manipulation rather than trying to get to a place where you know there's just a you know free flow of information you know free flow of ideas um you know free speech you know um that sort of thing so yeah i mean yeah i people i don't i don't i just don't understand why why anybody really would you know trust a whole lot of your history and that's probably you know kind of why i've always sort of been wired that way to question things and and you know and 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 um you know politicians i mean it, it, politics just draws the 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 worst people society has to offer i mean it's you know they're i'm, I'm not saying there's like not one or two like random good ones out, out of like a thousand or whatever but like how arrogant do you have to be to figure that i'm the best guy to run this state you know or, you know, I'm the best guy to run. I mean, what kind of awful person would you have to be to think that way? It's just kind of the way I look. I look at politicians. You know,
0: that's fair. Yeah, like the, the, you have to have quite the ego.
1: I mean, what you, you kind have of to have quite ego. The ego? Yeah. I mean, what kind of ego would you have to have to think that? You know, the country needs you. I mean, get the hell out of here.
0: Well, it's either you have a really big ego or you're that delusional when it comes to politics that you think you can actually make a difference. Either
1: either way, you're not qualified as far as I'm concerned.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I don't really get worked up over, you know, like the most important elections of our lifetimes and things like that. I don't get real worked up over, you know, whatever kind of thing that people are you know fear mongering about i just you know kind of tune all that stuff out
0: you don't support the current thing and change your little facebook profile to support the current thing
1: i will never do that
0: (laughs) Uh, changing uh gears for a second have you ever been to the grand canyon in your travels
1: uh yeah i uh i didn't get to spend as much time there as i wanted to but yeah it was out there um 2021 like in the spring i was out there
0: okay i've heard i
1: I didn't get to do as much as i wanted to sorry to interrupt
0: oh no no no. i i've heard some people say that there's like parts that you can't go because either they found egyptian artifacts or giants or there's secret caves or whatever um is there stuff down there do you think and because i've never been to the Grand canyon so I'm sure they would just say, oh, it's too dangerous. But, you know, are there parts that you actually can't go and but you think that you probably could safely, but they just say no?
1: Oh, there is uh, vast portions of the Grand Canyon that they're, they're off limits. And, you know, um, I've actually downloaded some of the uh, the park services, um, you know, stuff where they're. know like correspondence where they're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna keep this quadrant shut off and this and that yeah there's vast portions of the grand canyon that are shut off and you know one of the areas that um that is closed to the public is an area that supposedly there were you know egyptian artifacts and and things found like uh, in the early 1900s and you know i'm not saying that it these places are necessarily closed off because of that you know but it does make you wonder but i will say that the park service it's not just the grand canyon right there are vast places in our national parks that are closed to the public there's um you know fish and wildlife they have all this land um in these wildlife refuges and like tons of it you're you're just not allowed you're not allowed to go on it you know the federal government owns so much land that is off limits to us and and not even and, and i'm not talking about military purposes or anything these are parts of national parks these are you know national wildlife refuges places like that um um you know even uh like even the bureau of land management you know their lands are they're they're pretty much wide open and you can you can go to most of them kind of do what you want but you know they do have uh places that are closed off and things so um yeah the federal government has a lot of land you know that um that you can't get to and it just so happens that you know like with the grand canyon for instance there's some um, you know history that you can't really uh can't really get in there to verify you know
0: now do you think these portions are closed you know to protect the land or the wildlife or you know maybe it's too dangerous for people or do you think there's some ulterior motive
1: uh i i personally think um you know I I really don't think the federal government gives a shit about wildlife. I don't um I don't think they care about you. I don't really don't really think that you know they're going to get all that upset like you know if you fall and break your neck climbing rocks. I, I don't think that because there's there's plenty of land that they will let you do that on, okay? Fair. Um now what I think This is, uh, and I'll be writing about this in my upcoming book. If uh, the Virginia, um, uh, the the next book I got coming out in March, I got a little blurb on this. But what I think is, um, well, first of all, the federal government alone um, owns about twenty eight percent of the land amassed in the United States. Twenty eight percent that's a lot of land okay and and i think it's cool that there's that there's public lands that that we can all go to but like if you think it's to protect desert tortoises I, i don't i don't think it's because of that I think that the reason the federal government has so much land and, and, and then blocks off a lot of it, I think it's because of um you know what's underneath the land. You know, there's oil, there's gas, there, there's gold, silver, copper, all kinds of precious minerals and things. And it's it's uh, a kooky theory that a that a guy kind of shared with me probably about 20 years ago. You know, he was telling me about all these um you know the uh, gold um up in virginia where i lived and um i didn't even you know when he was telling me that i i didn't really even know that there was that much gold in virginia and and sure enough like um you know on the uh, eastern side of the blue ridge mountains you know a, a lot of your streams and even in like in the Shenandoah River you know you can you can find little gold flecks and stuff and and what he shared with me was the reason that they started making national forests national parks and and that sort of thing it's because of gold it's because of you know precious minerals oil gas and that's how that they um keep getting the bankers to give us money to fund our debts the land is collateral like we're we're thirty trillion in the hole, right? Probably more than that. Why 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 are they why why do the bankers keep keep giving us money? There's you know, there's gotta be some collateral somewhere. Yeah. And that's the collateral. It's 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 these federal lands yeah. with with all of this mineral wealth, um, is is what I think.
0: That's interesting. That it, it, and it makes sense because i know sometimes people want to go off on the craziest conspiracy theory but sometimes it is sometimes the most simple that's right in front of your face and resources is a good as answer as any in my opinion have
1: I, mean, you... I i i'm i i do not mean to interrupt no. I, I i think it is cuz people have asked me um you know and and, and believe me i'm i i'm crazy conspiracy guy all the way but i i don't i don't think gov- the government people tell me oh the government is closing off this land you know because they're hiding that they know about bigfoot uh, or you know they're they're closing off all this land so you know, we don't discover bigfoot like like i'm like dude the government can close off land anytime it wants anyway they 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 do it all the time you know just just go to your local national forest like sometime the gate to this forest road is supposed to be open they can close it anytime they want and they can leave it closed anytime they want they don't even have to give you a bullshit excuse you know sometimes they will sometimes they 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 can close it off anyway they don't need to you know they don't need to don't have to have anything to do with bigfoot I, i think it's got to do with um you know that they're collateral is what i think
0: yeah have you heard of the random staircases i think in the national parks they're like
1: i yeah i've i've heard of them and i you know i uh i have actually um i've actually seen a couple of them um well one was in uh, like national forest uh, not mm-hmm. national park and um you know, and I know that a lot of people like to try to trace this stuff like back to like one of the Reddit's you know, stories on Reddit mm-hmm. and, and this and that. But um, I think there might be something to it. Now, you know, again, it's, it's kind of like anything else. Like, let, let's just say 90% of UFOs are explainable, right? Yeah. You know, it's what about the 10%? So probably the these staircases these people see a lot of times i think they probably are like from an old home and stuff right but sometimes you see one and it's like you know like like the one i saw up in the uh where was it up in the uh, george washington national forest way out in Shenandoah county it's, you know i just saw like this freaking random like like just like freaking random wooden staircase i mean there's no like I, there was no house or foundation around it that i could discern or anything and couldn't even really make out like any old like uh road or like a like a real well-worn worn path to it it's just kind of like right in the middle of the woods and it's i don't know it's, i'm not saying that it was a doorway to another dimension or anything i'm just saying it's weird that that's all (laughs) that that's all i'll say about it
0: so i have to what were they like an older like wooden worn staircase yeah it's
1: like an old wood staircase you know you go up the stairs no i didn't mess with it i just kind of like i don't know it's kind of like i saw it right and and this was god this was when would this have been i'm I'm trying to place the date but it was i mean it was back i don't know if it's the early 90s or like uh kind of mid to late 90s uh, okay as, as i get older everything starts to run together but it's definitely before the age of having a cell phone in your pocket to yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff you know so you know i just kind of saw it i mean i was out i was out bow hunting and um just kind of ran into it you know i'm just kind of like I don't know. It's just, I just got like a, like a real weird vibe about it. If that makes sense. And I'm just yeah. like, and, and it was, I don't know, I guess it was maybe like around four o'clock in the evening something like that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to head back to the truck and go home. And, and then it just, <laughs> that, that was that, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know what I would do if I was wandering in the forest and found a random staircase. I can pretty much say i probably wouldn't go up the stairs um and probably like you just be like this is really weird and kind of get out of there because i don't know you hear you're right you hear all these stories on reddit and things like that and i don't claim to know what they are um i was just curious and it's interesting to me that you have come across these things
1: yeah i have and you know like i said it's it's a long time and that's why you know and and i've i've talked to other people that uh you know that that have seen things i I've talked to a guy who saw where did he see he said he saw one out in uh, Garrett County Maryland and this uh this wouldn't be like national forest or anything well it might be national forest but not like national park land out there okay. but it's like it's like rear really like, it don't even seem like it belongs to Maryland. It's so rural. It's more like, you know, western Pennsylvania or West Virginia out there. Okay. Um, it's real rural place. And, and, you know, he said he saw one. And, you know, these were, you know, like I said, mine was like in the 90s. So, Reddit wasn't around back then right. for, for these tales and stuff. And so, you know, maybe maybe some of the stuff on Reddit's BS, but that doesn't... um you know that a lot of that may have spawned from you know other you know other people seeing things and then maybe somebody just uh wrote a cool story about them that's not necessarily true and again i'm not i'm not claiming that there's anything um paranormal per se about the the one you know that i saw but it was it creeped me out and it's kind of weird i i
0: could yeah, I could see that. It would probably creep me out, too, because I have so many questions, but also, I don't even know how you would get answers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, well, how did it get here? I don't know. There's no foundation. Well, there's no, road, mean, there's uh, no nothing like, so
1: yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess I could have done my due diligence and maybe, you know. How would you do that? You would go, uh, start researching the old land plats and stuff like that. But, you know, it's like, man, I don't even know exactly where I'm at right, right. now. You know? And so I, I don't even know how it went, you know, if I really, you know, maybe if I saw it these days, I might try to get the, to the bottom of it. But, you know, I kind of oh. had better things to do back in my mid-twenties than, than that. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> well, and even if you happen to know your exact longitude and latitude and could, like, point it on a map, you know, I realized this. I was trying to find my uh, grandparents' house that my papa built in the Upper Peninsula, of Michigan, and the land plots have changed and the zoning has changed. So even though I knew roughly where it was, I still couldn't find certain records on it because they had changed different things. So Uh, even if you knew the exact long, and that was, he built the house, I don't know, 35 ish years ago. So it's not like it was that long ago. Yeah. And so even if you knew the exact longitude and latitude, in my opinion, you could look at all the plots of land and surveys and historical maps and you still might not know
1: yeah yeah that's true and especially i guess that's true too like if you're in a you know talking about national forests or or national parks because like uh, i know like Shenandoah national park like out, out in virginia near near where i used to live like um there were there were people that had just been there for generations and generations and then when the, the government decided they wanted to build a national park there you know they just told them to get the hell out you know so they didn't have any like official records of, of houses and, and things right you know that were you know in some of these older places so you know it's uh there might not even be any records of some of that stuff anyway
0: yeah the weird and You know, I to your point of you don't know how true red it is. The ones that would, I guess, would creep me out more are the ones that look new in the forest, right? Not some. Yes, the old wooden ones would creep me out and be weird, but the ones that like look new, I would nope it right out of there.
1: Or like, yeah, or like real fancy, like yeah, like like spiral ones. Yeah, that would uh, that would be kind of crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I don't even know what I'd do if I saw (laughs) it. I would nope it right out of there. (laughs) Like a nice cast iron spiral staircase going like 20 feet up in there. Yeah, that would, uh, yeah, because that would definitely take some doing to get it there for somebody to to just be, you know, doing a joke or something, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't know. It, It makes you wonder, but it's one of those mysteries that, I don't know, it was almost pure in the sense because you can wonder and have all these questions and have all these ideas but you're never really gonna know
1: no no and and that's that's um that that's something i've kind of come to accept with um you know with a lot of these things i write about i mean there was a time when i really really wanted to know and a lot of people i mean they're just uh almost obsessively um kind of driven you know for answers but um i just more and more a lot of this weird stuff i don't think we get to know you know i I just don't think we get to know some of this stuff
0: do you tend to take the approach if i can more of i can tell you what it's not
1: yeah probably Uh, yeah yeah probably sometimes i i i would i would more go that route Uh, like like bigfoot for instance i mean you know i I, i'll tell you it's real don't know what it is i don't know if it if it's an ape or or if it's uh you know more something in the metaphysical paranormal type realm you know more like a ghost I, i i don't know but um i know it's not people just uh you know mistaken black bears i I know it's yeah. not just guys in costumes i mean you, you you have that you have you have both of those things you know you um but that's not a good explanation for uh, the phenomenon as a whole so i i don't know what it is but you know i know it's not just misidentification i know it's right. not just people making stuff up although you do have both of those things you know
0: yeah 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 i think and i think that's a great way to approach some of these things that people can be skeptical about because to your point of i feel like some people's when they some people when they try to give answers it's this all or nothing yeah it, it has to be this one thing and this is the answer for every single thing and it's like well no because what about this and what about like just because you're you like cookies but there's hundreds of types of cookies right so i don't know i like that you try to like well well, yeah it 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 could have been a black bear in this one or two instances but what about these other 240 whatevers
1: exactly and and that's something you have in the uh in the cryptozoology community um And, you know, for your listeners might not be familiar with the term cryptozoology, it's really the study of hidden animals. But, you know, what what you're really looking for there is it would be an animal, right? It wouldn't be, it wouldn't have magical powers. It's just an animal that we haven't discovered yet. So there's a lot of folks out there, you know, out there looking for Bigfoot and and trying to uh, solve the riddle, but they're coming from that angle that it is an undiscovered species of great ape in north america and you know and i'm kind of like yeah cool you know it it could be that you know it might be that but you know with these you, you can't separate it out with with a lot of these bigfoot sightings and stuff i mean people will report like glowing red eyes well that can't happen for for apes, you know it, right. it just can't it can't have bioluminescent eyes, I mean it just can't, but to you know the the reports are there, and then you have a lot of other strange things, like you know disappearing like in a burst of light, and so you know you just like for me, I'll try to just kind of withhold judgment and because maybe it's not really a great ape, maybe there's something i don't know something in the metaphysical realm maybe it's these these stupid parallel universes i was talking about (laughs) earlier maybe maybe something's like kind of like slipping in and out yeah Um, you know i i I don't know but you know a lot of folks will kind of get mad and be like you know we're you know we're, we're trying to get science to to take us seriously about this and you know you you guys saying this crazy stuff is making us look bad? Well, you know, I personally I don't really care about all that. I don't really care if science uh, takes Bigfoot seriously. I, I I really don't care, and I just feel like those guys and gals they're they're kind of painting themselves in a corner, right? Because they 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 can't find the smoking gun, you know, but yet the the mystery's still there. So. If, if let let's just say it it's not a great ape, well, you know the mystery's still there. You know, right. I, I can't believe that everybody's been making up all these stories or just, you know, mistaken uh, black bears or or big dogs or this or that. So that's why I'm kind of open to all sorts of um, you know different interpretations of these things.
0: Yeah, and not just on Bigfoot, but really any topic, right? Because if you're so sure. In your belief of something yeah. that it can't be questioned at that yeah. point. That's a religion.
1: Yeah. like exactly. That's the definition of religion right there. You're right.
0: And in my opinion, right, if you can't question your religion either, that's also a problem. So never be so sure of your beliefs that when you're presented with an alternative point of view or an opposing point of view, that you just lock your heels and not consider it doesn't mean you have to agree with it or believe it but if you can't even consider it like you said you paint yourself into a corner
1: yeah yeah you that that's that's what i what i've tried to tried to uh kind of get the point across to some of these people's because i forget how they say it but like um there's this saying in the uh I'll call it the flesh and blood Bigfoot community. They got this saying like so you'll be like maybe it's uh it's a ghost or maybe it's uh you know something paranormal, right? And they'll be like no, you can't solve one mystery using another. And that that's they, they think that that's the drop the mic the big, you know, yeah. you know like they're like they're dunking on you when they say that. But, you know, like somebody will report seeing a werewolf, right? And they'll be like, oh, that's easy. That's just a mistake in Bigfoot. And I'm like, oh, no, you can't, you know, you can't bring in (laughs) one mystery that's not solved to solve. You you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll they'll accuse you of doing this, but they do the same things. And, And like I said, so if you're, if I can't use any other mysteries to solve another, well, then then you're painted into a corner like bigfoot doesn't exist so okay then then how are we explaining it you know right. all your witnesses are liars or or you know can't tell or you know you got uh you got a, a avid bow hunter of 45 years that can't tell the difference between a black bear and a, a bipedal ape so i i don't believe that you know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, I feel like that gaslighting happens a lot these days, and not just with the topic of Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> oh, it's it's yeah, the, it's the UFO, the UFO community is the I I don't even hardly even get into UFOs because that uh, that's just uh, UFO Twitter's like the most toxic place on Twitter. <laughs> I'd I'd, re- I'd almost rather go like look at political posts or something than UFO Twitter.
0: I didn't know that there was like a subsection of Twitter, and I didn't yeah. realize it was that toxic, but
1: uh, yeah, it must Good be really a...
0: bad if you prefer politics over that
1: <laughs> well just just do hashtag uFO Twitter and just follow along some of the posts and I mean, it's just like so terrible I just <laughs> i just like I've almost lost interest in UFOs just because of the people on Twitter. It's so bad wow. yeah, it's just it's terrible. And plus, when you know some of them, you know, kind of, I mean, not, like, personally, like, like, we yeah, yeah. Out, but, you know, like, as much as you can know someone over social media, right? It's just like, oh, just so dreadful.
0: Yeah, I know that same thing can, like, happen in the podcast community and the truth or, like, everyone, I feel like, has these camps. Like you said, the the flesh and blood Bigfoot and the other Bigfoot, and like everyone has these camps, and it's and if you try and be like, well, why can't I see all of your points of view? Everyone just gets mad at you because you can see all of them.
1: It's it's high school. I mean, it's high school. It's it's like. It's like, why can't I be friends with a couple jocks and then, you know, go hang out with the, back in my day, you know, the, the headbangers and, you know, you had to jock your headbangers and then you had your, you know, you had your computer geeks, you know, it's like, why, why can't I have friends from, from, you know, why do I like have to pick one table to sit right. at? But, but it's, it's like you do. It it really is high school almost.
0: I hated high school. That, that, no. that just needs to go away. <laughs> Yeah, was bad well denver i really appreciate you coming on and chatting with me about all of these different things can you please tell people where they can find you
1: yeah so uh as far as my books go just uh look me up on amazon um i've got a website denvermichaels.net i usually post a blog or two a week at least once a week i'll post something but uh you know i post um all kinds of articles um you know, anything cryptids or, you know, some of my travels, uh, paranormal stuff. So, um, got a lot of that. And, uh, I'm, I'm pretty active on Twitter. I'm, I'm more active on Twitter than, than any other, uh, social media platform. But, uh, I'm also on Facebook too. Just look for author Denver Michaels. Oh, and, uh, got a, got a YouTube channel, author Denver Michaels. Uh, don't really have that many subscribers or or anything but I, I, I post a few videos there too
0: well i will link all of this in the show notes and y'all need to go subscribe to denver michael's youtube you and <laughs> uh you won't find him on ufo twitter just regular twitter
1: <laughs> <laughs> just regular twitter
0: that's right. <laughs> well thank you again denver and thank y'all for listening and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful night